welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you're all having an absolutely blessed day today, as always. And if you guys need anything, you know where to get a hold of us, healthmasters.com, or give us a call, 1-800-726-1834. And be sure to check out the product of the week, My one of my favorite products I use every day, the Ultimate Multiple Powder incredibly effective formula loaded with extremely high doses of bioactive nutrients that feed the cells continually keep energy going throughout the day help out with focus great product if you haven't tried it i highly recommend it as a base supplement on sale right now for over 20 percent off on the website and also be sure to vote for what you want to see when next week as well and the first thing that i want to cover today obviously uh, the entire world has made sure they have covered this now for weeks and weeks and weeks on end. I told Lana, my wife, I was talking to her about it yesterday. I was going through some articles. And I said, isn't it funny how every single media outlet has been covering these Title 42 dropping, and we have hundreds of thousands of people now that are massing at the border, and now we're seeing articles discussing how DHS says they're going to directly – free border crossers right into the communities with no court date, no monitoring, no tracking, no nothing now because there's such a massive influx. And I said, obviously, you know the agenda. And what's interesting about this, I got an email from a listener last night who sent me a link to an old United Nations article that was back from March 21st in 2000. Now, this is interesting because I had forgotten all about this. This was back long time ago when this was released. It got brought up about 10, 15 years ago again, and it's very interesting. The title of it is directly from the UN Strategy Document Department. It's called Replacement Migration. Is it a solution to declining and aging populations? And it's 177 pages. I'm going to link it on the website. You guys can look it up. I mean, it's, it's right here. What's interesting is looking back at it now, these are what they were calling for as far as things to do in the United States and in Europe back in 2000, then essentially a regroup and re-strategize in 2025, and then their final outlook assessment by 2050 was what their goal is. This all goes back into the United Nations 2030-2050 agenda, and it's to allegedly offset the population decline that's been resulting from low fertility and mortality rates. Now, what's interesting about this is, is when you start giving people massive amounts of RNA gene therapy injections all across the country, has a tendency to affect both of those, obviously. Now, what's interesting is the strategy in this document sets out six potential scenarios for each major country to meet the United Nations goal. And what's crazy about this right here, you can look it up in the middle of the documents, it goes under the most extreme scenario, the report states, it would be necessary to have 593 million immigrants from 1995 to 2050 move in the United States at an average of 10.5 million per year. And I just, I'm quoting this from the United Nations document. By 2050, out of the United States' total population of 1.1 billion people, 1.1 billion, I just want to triple the population that we're currently at right now by 2050. By 1.1 billion by 2050, 775 million or 73% would be post-1995 immigrants or their descendants. Look at the numbers right now, guys. We're average roughly around 300 you know, million, 330, whatever the number keeps floating on. I know a lot of people have died in the last couple of years. So essentially what they're saying is 
the population of the United States right now is going to pause and the remainder of the growing population of the United States is going to be uncontrolled mass migration. This is what the United Nations said in 2000. Now, does anybody else find it remotely ironic that, again, like I just mentioned earlier, Title 42 is getting blasted on every single mainstream media outlet in the entire world right now? Kind of like they're putting up a massive, you know, the, if you guys ever go past the Krispy Kreme stores before and they have the hot sign on, you know, they got hot Krispy Kreme right out. It's like they're putting the hot and ready sign on in the United States saying, hey, we're going to let everybody know. Uh, the United States is completely open, no restrictions, no requirements. Hey, you know, the migrants don't even have to take COVID shots from what I've read. They're not, they're not even doing health screenings on these guys. They're not even doing health screenings. They're saying once this thing drops, they're allowing them to come across. All they have to do is essentially say, we're seeking asylum. Oh, okay, here's your paperwork. Uh, come back and submit it at your convenience. You don't have a court date. You don't have anything. And uh, by the way, enjoy the United States. It's literally what DHS has said they're going to do today. So lest you believe this isn't a concerted agenda to continually overrun the United States, now we're watching the entire world descend essentially on the United States from the southern border and make no mistake about it. This is an invasion. And I'm not saying there's a lot of people that are coming in that probably do need some help. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is there's a whole lot of weird stuff. Yesterday they reported that they found a Chinese national that basically had gotten stopped, and he had massive amounts of child pornography in his possession. Yeah, Chinese national, not Hispanic, not Latin, Chinese. So what are they doing? What are they bringing in the United States? I think it's pretty clear this is kind of like the barbarian horde invasion of Rome, and Rome is essentially the United States now, and we're watching it collapse from the inside out with this invasion because, quite frankly, the entitlement programs can nowhere near sustain what we're about to see happen right now with millions of individuals that are literally about to come across the border over the coming months, and this is what we're dealing with. You know, I've told you guys and Dad have talked about it before, where we've seen you know, during COVID, BlackRock – was going in and buying up these massive developments that these developers were coming in and just buying it before the houses are even done. We'll give you X amount of number. This is, you know, we'll give you $50 million for this development right now, 25% up, 50% up front. When the development's finished, you get the rest of the money. They own the entire development. And then lo and behold, we personally saw, I mean, there's a development right across the street, right down the road that it literally popped up overnight. You go in there and every single house is all Hispanic. Now, I'm not picking on anybody because this. Let me under, clarify this right now. I'm not picking on anybody from where they're from. What I'm stating is these were like three, four hundred thousand dollar houses. Nobody goes to work. Everybody's there all day. They take over the giant community pool center. I've gone over there multiple times on my vehicles with friends and golf carts. Nobody works. And we talked to a guy over there. He was a, a black guy that was working there, and he was talking about. It. He's like, dude, I busted my butt for years, for years. You know, to save up to build a house and move in here, and you know, basically had bought a build a house over here. And he goes, I don't even know any of my neighbors. None of them speak English. He goes, they just show up randomly. All of a sudden, the house is sold. They move in. They've got tons of family with them. Nobody knows how they got the house. Nobody knows how they afford the house. Nobody goes to work. We don't know anything about it. That's happening all across the country because, quite frankly, how in the world do you house this many people? We already know there's hundreds of thousands of homeless individuals in the United States. You can't just keep flooding everywhere with homeless individuals, I and mean, half of them are in California, apparently, from what I've read. Huh. 
So this is what the agenda is now. And uh, again, know that this is not an accident. This is not something that was just, oh, we're going to allow this to happen. According to the United Nations here, this has been an agenda all the way back from the 90s that they've been working on. And in 2000, they clearly voiced their opinion on what their overall goal is. So be vigilant, be safe in your area, and understand what's starting to happen right now. And always use wisdom wherever you go, depending wherever you're at. And understand there's going to be another thing that's going to start becoming more of an issue, and it is going to be more prevalent. I've said this before, and it is child trafficking. This is going to be a serious problem as it already is, and the more people that come here and a lot of very shady people that are coming here from other countries under the guise of asylum-seeking that have nothing to do with asylum-seeking, they're here to exploit the United States. Sex trafficking is one of the number one black market commodities in the U.S. Nobody wants to talk about it. I get that. It's a horrible Horrible thing to talk about, but they are coming after our children one way or another, and it is our job to protect them with every single ounce of energy that we have right now with what's starting to occur in this once great country, Deb. What do you think? You know, Austin, you gosh, what an opening, good opening, bud. Yeah. You know, know, oh, my gosh. First of all, we've got, you know, millions of people coming across the border every few years. I mean, it's ridiculous. And, you know, they're going to continue to leave these borders open because they want to destroy the social network of the United States. They want to stop having little Americans here. The CIA had gone in and pretty much overthrew every country in South America with Operation Condor, and it's all communist indoctrination into them. So many people that I talk to from these third-world countries down in South America, when they come to the United States, they come in with that communist mindset. I had a friend of mine, and he was a German national, and he basically had come to the United States, became an American citizen, and he worked a lot in South America, and he ended up marrying you know, a lady from Colombia. And uh, you know, she was a hardcore devout communist. He did not know this. And I have no idea why he did not you know, talk to her about it before you know, he married her, but he brought her to the country. And she basically hates the United States. Uh, he made her immensely wealthy. Yet she doesn't want to pay taxes. She doesn't want to do what's right. She doesn't want to do anything. But she wants the United States to destroy all of our national monuments and everything related to the Civil War and basically put everything into museums and just has this unbelievably hardcore attitude of Marxism that's prevalent with her every time you talk to her and my friend has passed away, but you know, she continues, I'm sure to continue this whole Marxist ideology that she has, even though she's become a multi multi-millionaire because of my friend's businesses that he owned that she inherited all of when he passed on. But the crazy part about it is you can't take the communist mindset out of her head and you can't do that because in these, in these, in these countries like this, to have these communist dictators and rules and socialism installed, they start thinking that everybody deserves something from the government for free and that the people that are basically making the money should be giving their money to the people who don't want to work. Now, you know, I, I, let me say it this way. My mom was an immigrant from Germany. You know, she worked 60, 80, 100-hour work weeks. She worked and worked and worked and worked and worked. She did. And she basically became successful. She became a businesswoman. You know, her and my father got divorced. But, you know, she ran a successful business for years and years and years. Because she had the mindset to do what was right and to basically work all of the time and to try to you know, take care of customer relations, etc. The reality is this. A lot of these immigrants aren't coming in with that mindset because they were taught you know, the ideology of communism or socialism from their third world countries. They've been taught Cloward and Piven. You know, those are two professors that we know from Columbia University that you can look it up, the Cloward Pivot strategy that says that you overwhelm a republic by overwhelming its social infrastructure and you basically bankrupt the country. 
That's exactly what they're doing. And it's like Austin also said, the barbarian hordes are coming across the border now to overwhelm our systems in order to basically create this massive social welfare network that everybody in the world is dependent upon to replace the indigenous population of the United States that was raised basically as as a free American, raised basically with the pride of the flag and, you know, God bless America and the Pledge of Allegiance. They want all of that stuff gone because they've got to bring in a third world government, a one world government, a government that's going to control the entire planet, which is all part of the Luciferian network of under the evil one, under Satan, to rule the planet like with an iron fist under authoritarianism and under totalitarianism to basically allow these entities that run the planet that we talked about for the last you know two weeks to basically take control of everything. It's the one world government, the one world religion that they're trying to do. That's what this is all about. But you can't allow that to happen if you've got staunch nationalism. That's one of the things I liked about Donald Trump. You know, he was a nationalist. I'll give him that. I'll give him that 100 percent. But he got caught up with putting in people in from the CFR, the Council on Foreign Relations, into his cabinet and his administration who are dedicated to a one-world government. It's one of the mantras of the CFR. And so you know, he started making all kinds of bad mistakes. Now, would he make those same mistakes if he was to win the presidency again? Probably because Trump was basically bought out of bankruptcy in 1989 by Wilbur Ross from Rothschild, Inc. You know, and all of this stuff just goes on and on and on. Now he has this major you know, blowout on CNN, which I don't watch because I don't have cable TV in the house. With his commentator, he ends up calling nasty, you know, just, you know, and, and she was being pretty rude. He's being pretty rude back, and she was giving it back to him as good as he was, she was taking it. And, and what ended up happening is it just is, is, is turning again, that giant circus show. Like I read that verse to you the other day about we, the apostles, are being you know paraded in front of everybody as if in a circus, as if we're basically being put on display. And that's exactly what they do with their government. And all of this stuff is just recycled, 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 recycled stuff that they constantly do and have always done for the past, you know, 200 years. They, 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 they tried to overthrow the United States of America with the War of 1812, the Rothschilds did. They came in and they, in England, reattacked the United States to take back over the, the country. And they were basically they, – they, they, the war stopped when we agreed to put in a central reserve bank by Biddle and to allow them to be enslaved by the currency again from the Rothschild banking cartel. And 20 years later, Andrew Jackson got rid of that, that, that currency and started printing debt-free currency again. And right after that, they tried to assassinate him. And right after that, they started you know, the Civil War. It's the same people all of the time. They know that they can enslave you to Babylonian money magic. When they increase the amount of money by borrowing it, but they never produce the interest for the payments to be made, it can never be paid back. It's impossible to pay the money back. You know, we owe trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars in debt on the national debt, period. We know that. There's only, you know, 15, 20 trillion dollars probably in full circulation right now globally with U.S. dollars. Before 2008, there was less than one trillion dollars in circulation on the M1 money supply. It was it was being rotated all the time in and out, in and out, in and out. And then what happened with the derivative when the derivative exposure hit the United States in 2008, 2009, we had a massive systemic collapse because there wasn't enough money in circulation. So they massively increased the M1. And when they did that, it should have quadrupled 10 times higher the gold prices. They didn't do that. They ran naked shorts on the gold because they wanted to keep the prices of gold down. All of this stuff is manipulated. And you got to realize the American population has been so dumbed down with fluoride and tricyclic antidepressants and serotonin reuptake inhibitors and, I hate to say it, opiates. You know, and drugs and Oxycontin and all the rest of the stuff that's on the street now from the CIA brought to us through, you know, Afghanistan and now fentanyl brought to us wherever they want to get that from and bring it in on C-130 transport planes. All of this stuff is happening. And you have to ask yourself a question. You know, what's wrong with the American population? Why are they so insouciant? I mean, you got to ask that. I mean, you know, 
has, they, they, don't, they don't know anything about the erosion of their liberty or the erosion of the Constitution that protects their liberty. I mean, less than 1% of American population acts in defense of the liberty, and they're punished for it. Look at all those protesters on January the 6th. Our government is not acting for us because they're owned by the corporate elite they, they, and, and all of the people that are involved with you know, the international banking cartels, Klaus Schwab, and all the rest of this stuff, and BlackRock and State Street and Vanguard and the people who own and run those companies. They're the ones that government works for. You've know, you got to realize that you know, 9-11 happened to us, you know, and we realize now that that was an operation against the United States. The COVID pandemic and lockdowns. They wanted to blame this 9-11 on a few Arabians who somehow outwitted the entire American national security state, brought about the greatest humiliation and a power in a, in a, in a superpower in world history. Or they want to say that we had sell, we were selling bat meat, you know, I mean like bat, like a flying bat, you know, in a Chinese market. And basically they you – know, this bat meat basically was contaminated and COVID started spreading. And they don't even talk about all these level four quarantine facilities all over the world is doing research, including Fauci was doing research on gain of function. And on these different types of viruses, but Americans believe these lies. And one of the reasons this happens in America is because conservatives, this is the Republicans, and they were basically invaded by the neocons. They were primed for decades to see themselves under attack from foreign countries. The Cold War solidified this mindset. Currently, American conservatives and Republicans in Congress see the enemies as Russia and China. They're ready to go to war based on fake news reporting by the military security complex, which also controls the media, which is also controlled by the international banking cartels, because they continue to see profits when they start scaring American people. I remember back in the 60s when I was in school, I remember them telling us to hide under the desk in the event of a nuclear explosion. Now, you know, even in my limited brain power when I was like eight years old, I'd seen the videos and the movies of nuclear explosions. They made sure they wanted to scare everybody with that. My response was always this to the teacher who said that if we have a nuke drop on us, what good is it going to do getting under the desk? <laughs> We're going to get vaporized. This doesn't make sense to me. I mean, this desk is not going to stop you from getting blown up or radiation sickness because they were pumping this stuff, pumping this stuff to us all of the time. It was always fear porn. And, you know, I remember my mom. She was so scared when the, when the Cuban Missile Crisis happened back in the 60s, and, and Highway 92 was a major thoroughfare coming from McDill Air Force Base because the interstates weren't completed yet, and it was basically going over to Highway 27, which south to uh, you know to, uh, to, to 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 basically Key West. You know, they were loading all these troops up down there, down there, down in the Keys, and I remember for days upon days upon days, we had military transport planes cutting across our house, right in front of our house on Highway 92. Transport buses and transport equipment and you know artillery, all this stuff was going down to the keys in case we had a problem with Russia, you know, as far as the Cuban Missile Crisis. And I remember my mom went hysterical. Now she did that a lot, bless her heart, because she'd gone through a lot and had suffered from post-traumatic stress from World War II. But she was she went nuts. And I remember she's she's on the front porch and she's crying hysterically, and she screams out "Das fängt wieder an," okay, which in German that means it's all starting again. In other words, I saw this in Germany, I saw the war start, now it's starting again. And she had convinced herself that we were about to go to World War III. And indeed, we were very close to World War III with the Kennedy-Cuban-Castro missile mess back in the 60s. But it didn't happen, by the grace of God. Or they, people who run the planet weren't quite ready to have that happen just yet. But all of this stuff is fear porn, more fear porn, and additional fear porn piled upon, piled upon all of us in order to kind of control the mindset. It really is. This fake news they put out constantly. But, you know, what's really happening is this, is that the communists and Biden, you know, are basically 
criminalizing not only the First Amendment, but all the expressions of truth. And anything said that is not supportive of the official explanation is misinformation, propaganda on behalf of a foreign enemy, or domestic terrorism. If you if you punish the truth tellers in America, it is now how the established practice works. Julian Assange, he was a journalist who'd been in prison for a decade and without due process of law, an innovation by the George W. Bush regime for reporting documents leaked to him. Tucker Carlson had been fired from Fox News for telling truths unsupportive of the ruling elites. You know, Matt Tabby and Glenn Greenwald and James O'Keefe have been dismissed from the alt-media organizations they founded, or in Tabby's case, fired as the leading star of the magazine, all because they told truth instead of official lies. And what happens? Nothing. The American people continue to be insouciants, which means they, 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 they lack the days ago. They'd rather look at Kim Kardashian's buttocks. That's what they'd rather see. They're not concerned about their liberties that are being erased. As they sit, you know, using social media or watching CNN or ABC or CBS or listen to the NPR or reading the New York Times or Washington Post, instead of defending their liberties and talking the truth about what's happening and how we should defend the defendants of January the 6th, they submit to brainwashing and indoctrination by the forces of tyranny and support those who deceive them with the patronage. You know, a country with a population, to be honest with you, this is sushiate and this dumbed down by drugs and tricyclic antidepressants really has no future. It doesn't. The demise of liberty is one of the costs of, you know, I guess, being a multicultural power of Babel. Such, you know, communities, there's no unity and therefore no constraint or on the ruling oligarchy. You know, our founding fathers feared this, but America hasn't lasted really for more than a couple hundred years. And, and I'm going to say something else. This is really important, and I cover this because I'm seeing this over and over and over again. When you inject an mRNA vaccine – oh, by the way, a lot of that article came that I, just, was, I was reading from was from Paul Craig Roberts. I want to give him credit for that. It's a good article. I've added a lot to it, though. But what was, what was interesting is this, is that when you inject an mRNA vaccine with spiked proteins in them, like little sand spurs, they lodge themselves in the endothelial layers. And the ones that don't lodge themselves in the endothelial layers of the major blood vessels causing micro eddies and currents causing blood clots get into the smaller arterioles. And when that happens – they cause additional blood clots, and they also cause problems with the brain having blockages and memories being shorted out, memories being lost, and nerves and dendrites in the brain just dying from a lack of oxygen. That's why you see so many people now in the United States that their lights are on, but nobody's home. They, they don't remember anything. They can't see. They can't. They can't reason anymore because their brains don't function like they used to. Because part of their brains have been turned off. Now I've used this analogy before. I'm going to use it again. Back in the 60s, how the AI computer who was running the ship decides to start killing everybody. And so they locks this final guy out that he hadn't killed outside of the ship. He gets in through a manual release from a doggone port, gets in, and goes into the room, the floating room, because the gravity had been turned off by Hal, where the AI's processing system is. And he starts to unplug the processing cords and pulling them out so the computer can no longer think and be an AI. And Hal saying is pleading with him, please don't do this, Dave. I don't want you to do this because, you know, I, I'm, I'm losing my mind. And then he starts counting backwards from 10, 9, 8. And he, as little by little by little, he starts losing the processing centers. He becomes very childlike in his behavioral patterns as far as his talking. And finally, he basically is disconnected. And that's exactly what the doggone spike proteins do. When you inject this stuff into people's minds, into people's brains, and people's bloodstreams, and it ends up in their brain, it causes these different memory centers to malfunction, and you start forgetting stuff. And so instead of sitting there and going, wow, 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 look what's going on with the news, look what's going on with this, look what's going on with that, you know, January 6th was ridiculous, that election was stolen, which it was, you know, and, and, and you have this CNN person interviewing Trump, 
basically arguing with him about all of this stuff. And she doesn't make any sense. And all she's doing is spewing the official narrative. And Trump's trying to say, well, no, I'm not going to admit, basically, just paraphrasing what he said, that the election was legitimate because it wasn't because there's millions of people who were voting six and seven times in key precincts. And he goes, it wasn't legit. And this is what Larry Nichols talked about all the time with the Clintons. They would come in and have a person vote over and over and over and keep precincts if they had not hacked into electoral equipment. All of this stuff is happening right now in the United States, but the vast majority of the population doesn't want to be involved in it. They didn't care if they got locked down. They didn't care if they couldn't go to church. They couldn't care about anything. A lot of them cared because they couldn't go to a bar and get drunk anymore. They cared about that. But a lot of them just basically just sat back and obeyed the official narrative. That's why Austin and I the entire time raised Kane about all of this stuff with the lockdowns, with the masks and everything else. And Austin and I came under tremendous heat. We were basically almost thrown out of a hospital with him with a broken arm because we refused to wear the masks. And they took us and put us in the hallway. And then finally, the head lady from the doggone administration came out and said, let us walk you guys through here real quick and get his arm cast so you guys can get out of here and put us in front of everybody just to get us out. Now, I appreciated that. Instead of sitting there for eight hours or 10 hours, we got out of there in like 45 minutes. That was nice. But it wasn't because they were trying to help us. They were trying to get rid of us because we were creating too much of a ruckus because we were arguing with everybody about the mask mandates. And they had already taken Austin's temporary cast off his arm. They had us sitting in the doggone hallway with him with a broken arm with no protection around it. I mean, the liability exposure they were they were subjecting them to themselves to was extraordinary, and I'm sure that's why that lady decided that she wanted to come in and talk about this stuff and do something with it. So, guys, a lot of you got fussy with us about talking about the masks. A lot of you got fussy with us about saying that don't take this shot. A lot of us, a lot of you got real fussy with us because we want to talk about the transgender stuff and the cultural degradation of the United States via the Frankfurt School and cultural Marxism. We're not making any of this stuff up. We're just uh, we're trying to stand our ground and make people realize that enough is enough. In German, you would say, genug is genug. There's enough of this. And if we don't dig in and put on the full armor of God on an ongoing basis, it's not going to get any better. It's going to continue to just get worse and worse and worse. You know, it's, it's interesting. Paul Craig Roberts came out with another article that said the final folly of the Western world. He goes, the victory over President Trump of the military security complex has condemned the United States and its European, Canadian, Australian, and Japanese empire to irreversible decline. Trump's intention to normalize relations with Russia was perceived by the powerful military security complex, which both President Eisenhower and President Kennedy warned us about, as a threat to the budget, the power, and the primacy. Thus was launched by the CIA and FBI, the long and ongoing era of false charges against an American president, both in office and out, but also by the security services of the United States. The consequence is that the world is moving away from the influence of the United States, departing the dollar-dominated financial system, and adhering to a rule of law instead of Washington's self-serving rules. Now, he said that, and I'm going to stop back and walk away from that one second because I disagree with that. They are walking away from the dollar-based system, but 97 98% of the system is still dollar-based. And they are not necessarily walking away and going back to the rule of law. They're allowing themselves to be continually dominated and manipulated by the industrial complexes in their own countries and the Federal Reserve Banks in their own countries that are also Rothschild-owned. And now the consequences of the Western world will be a currency decline over the entire planet, inflation and lower living standards, energy, scarcity, and total decay on the unassimilated masses of migrant invaders from the Western world lacks the self-belief to repeal. Ruinous war might also be a consequence with a disastrous result. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think they want to destroy their own 6G infrastructure and 5G infrastructure. President Putin has de- described the neoconservative ambition of America's hegemony as insane. Putin has taken the measure in, of, the, of the West. 
Any ideology of superiority is by its nature disgusting, criminal, and deadly. The globalist elites, you know, keep insisting on their exceptionalism. They pit people against each other, split societies, provoke bloody conflicts and coups, sow hatred, Russia-phobia and aggressive nationalism, and destroy traditional family values that make humans human. Putin describes Washington as a rule-based order as a system of robbery, violence, and suppression on the international stage. Contrary to the interests of Russians, or to, of, contrary to the interests of Americans, Russians and Chinese and the rest of the world, the U.S. military security complex and their neoconservative henchmen have institutionalized the West as the enemy of the rest of the world, and consequences for America and its empire will be disastrous. This already is disastrous. Our national debt is through the roof. Nobody trusts Congress anymore, and it's to the point now where everybody's kind of just given up. You know, this, this was taught to these individuals from the Council on Foreign Relations, from the Tavistock Institute of Naval Intelligence, when they did the research on what happens to a person after, in, during World War II with shell shock and the splitting of the personalities, and the people give up and do whatever you tell them to do because they want the pain to stop. That's where the United States is now. Not only are we drugged into a stupor from pharmacia and the sorcery that they've done, we are now in a position where we are giving up as a collective nation because what the difference does it make? can't do anything to fix this. You can't do it. You know, you, 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 we've got to give up. Well, if you give up, you're going to lose. You can't do that. you got to continue to fight the good fight. And that's what Lucifer has done, the fallen one, the fallen angels. They've continued to come in and subvert the hearts and the minds of, the, of, the, of believers and unbelievers to believe the lie. And the problem is the lie now has become the truth to so many people. They don't want to believe what's happened to the United States. They don't want to believe what's happening to the rest of the world. They don't want to believe all this stuff is happening. But until we get rid of a Federal Reserve Bank that controls the entire planet, which is Luciferian in nature from the doggone Babylonian money magic, which is exactly what they did to Rome, until we get rid of that institution controlling our money supply through debt, we're never, ever going to have freedom back in the United States. And our founders knew that, and that's why they said Congress will have the right to coin the money and not a Federal Reserve Bank. So all of this stuff goes back to the same groups of ent entities and individuals that have been doing this crazy stuff for <laughs> eons of time. Since the basically the you know the creation of man when they entered into the garden, we covered that all you know the last week and a half with angel wars, and so you know and by the way the angel wars series at this point is completed. I wanted to mention that real quick too, and I want to thank you for all your positive feedback about that. We I spent a lot of time with that. I was going to cover some more stuff on it today and tomorrow, but when I started looking back at the notes, a lot of it had already been covered, and I didn't want to be repetitive in the series. So guys, thank you for your support on that. But guys, this is why I've told you so many times. It's always the same groups of people that are controlled through the ancient Canaanite religions, which were implemented by the fallen angels in order to pull energy out of the doggone humans that were being sacrificed. All of this stuff is in front of us, and we can see it if we look at it, but some of it's so bizarre and so unbelievable, we don't want to think it's true. And that's why it's easier to go to a church that preaches happy, happy, doesn't teach repentance, remission of sin, all the rest of it. And you don't have to be born again. Just do what you want to do and feel good about it. It doesn't matter what you do. That's why people have gravitated to those types of churches because they don't want to hear the truth of what God is going to do and has done for us through the blood of the Lamb, which I've all covered in detail with angel wars in the last two weeks. You know, without Christ, we have no chance whatsoever. Does that mean we're not going to do things wrong or we're not going to sin? No, absolutely not. All men have fallen short of the glory of God and sinned, all of us. But we have to understand when we do sin, we need to repent and ask God to forgive us and ask him to direct and to guide us in everything that we do. And that's the most important thing. But I want to share that with you. Those two articles from Paul Craig Roberts were really, really good. And it's talking about the insouciance or the apathy and the, and the, and the, the people just think it's a big joke of what's happening in the United States. 
It's not a joke. And Austin's right. We have a subdivision across the street from us that's almost all Hispanic, and nobody knows how they got there. We tried to go to the front desk there, to the sales office. There's never anybody there, and why is that? That subdivision was sold out long ago. And while everybody else is still having supply line issues and shingle issues and window issues and plywood issues and all the rest of it, that subdivision is not even slowed down. Why is that? Because BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard own all the supply houses through their corporate purchases. So they make sure that all of the stuff that they're doing and all these houses for all these other people that have come into the country for free to get free stuff to destroy the country, that they make sure they have enough to give them. It's the nuttiest stuff you've ever seen, and we're in the middle of this fray. That's why I want to thank you guys for supporting Health Masters because if we weren't – if you guys weren't here listening to the show, and there's so many of you now, we would have the ability to run this show commercial-free like we do. And that's what we try to do the best we possibly can to bring you the truth from a biblical perspective the way we see it. And make you understand that, you know, everything has to do with what's going on in the unseen realm, that our battle is not against flesh and blood, but all these things and all these forces in these other dimensions. We've got to understand that, and that's why we have to put on the full armor of God every single day and stand our ground and make sure, like Ephesians says, no matter what, stand your ground with the armor of God on and realize that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, but we have to stand every single day. Austin, what do you think, buddy? What's your next story? Well, you're 100% right, and that's why I've encouraged and thanked some of our listeners for supporting Health Masters because, I mean, you guys sponsored the show. We don't have ads on here. We don't have commercials on here. I don't have pop-ups on here. I don't have, you know, have to subscribe and pay a fee every single month or pay some other, you know, you know, subscription service. We don't do all that, you know, because as far as Dad and I have been concerned, the truth has to get brought out there. And so with customers like y'all, even just buying your toothpaste or multiple powder or multiple capsules, it helps keep the show funded and continually keeps everything rolling so we can do this and get this news out here so people don't have to sit and spend as much time as we do. So that's really the whole point of it you know so we can hit you guys with an hour of straight truth and most cases that's two to three hours on a normal show especially when they have commercials and every five minutes they got to go take a break and we got to go here's a word from our sponsors and that whole nonsense now nah, man i don't like commercials never have liked commercials especially television now the with the dog on all it is is propaganda pharmaceutical commercials it's a joke so again thank you for the support and one thing you said a little bit ago dad and you're talking about the constant, constant bombardment with fear porn. You know, they're coming out with this new movie now. It's uh, like Oppenheimer about the, the nuclear bomb, the guy that developed the nuclear bomb. They're constantly pushing, if you guys have noticed this, the fear porn of nukes all the time. I mean, you, you click on uh, like a search, click nuclear explosion, you have photos of it. And you can click links, and they'll literally have every single country. What would happen? What would be the fallout of so-and-so country? What would happen if India got nuked? What would happen if Australia got nuked? I, I just looked at it. I mean, from years. I mean, it's constant, constant, constant. And like I've said before, the aspect of doing a full-blown nuclear back and forth with Russia and the United States or China and the U.S. or whatever scenario they want to put together is completely and totally erroneous. A, if that really did happen, there's not much to be worried about anymore, to be frank with you, because <laughs> we're going to be in heaven anyways at that point. And B, there is no useful purpose for any country to start engagements back and forth like that with nuclear superpowers. Why did we just put up $2 trillion worth of 5G over the last four or five years to wipe it all out in a single minute? Why in the world has all this infrastructure been put into place so they can continue to monitor and record and facial recognition and the cameras on the interstates? Newsflash. 
You start having nukes pop off everywhere. Not only do electronics no longer work, all that infrastructure does not exist anymore. It's all blown out. <laughs> so understand what a lot of stuff is happening and what they constantly want to do to push you into that focus of sitting there in fear. But that's not the intended goal for us Christians, and that's not what we should be allowing ourselves to have happen to us. I've told you before, the mainstream media, majority of it, is designed to make you feel a certain way. It's designed to make you think a certain way as a psychological warfare tactic. It's not designed to give you facts and encourage you to come to your own conclusion. This is why during COVID, all they did was bombard everybody with, oh, that's not approved by the CDC or the WHO. You could only only follow CDC recommended guidelines. The CDC recommends pregnant women get the RNA gene therapy shot with zero testing whatsoever that shows it's safe. The only research that came out, I talked to you guys about that a couple of weeks ago, it had horrific side effects and stillbirths and spontaneous abortions. Horrific. Oh, no, it's safe and effective. You guys all need to get it. Now we're watching VAERS reports, thousands, thousands of reports on there with people with side effects as far as with pregnancy. And I mean hundreds of thousands now that have been stacking up as far as with adverse events. And remember, VAERS reports literally only a couple percent. And some people go, oh, well, even the numbers that are on there, they're, they're just – they're stacking them up. Guys, you know it's a, like a felony. You go to prison if you submit a fake VAERS report. It's not something people are just sitting around doing all the conspiracy theories. I'm going to put in fake various reports. They take like three to four hours to do it. They're a pain in the butt, to be honest with you. That's why they're so underrated as far as most people don't do them because they don't want to mess with it. And the doctors say, oh, it's not related. You know, your, your child going into encephalitic shock and having seizures and convulsions and then having to come back to the hospital, you know, within hours after he got the shots in a six-month you know, injection schedule – uh, that's that's totally normal. That means the vaccines are working. I've literally heard that before. No, but a child's extremely hot. It's got 103 temperature. He's vomiting everywhere. He's having seizures. Oh, that just means the shots are working. Just just let him. Just make sure he stays cool. Give him some Tylenol. Oh, that's great. This we gave a six month old Tylenol, one of the most toxic compounds known to man for liver. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Just, just he's fine. It means the shots working good. Yeah, healthy. Totally normal for six-month-olds to go into seizures when they're sleeping. Guys, they've lied to everybody about our health. Every single thing you are told by the media about your health is a lie, 100%. People go, well, you can fact-check you on that. I'll say, fact-check me on it. Last, when's the last time you heard the mainstream media come out and talk about how intravenous vitamin C does an incredibly good job at knocking out virtually every single virus and cancer cell in the body? When's the last time you said it? I'm not claiming that. I'm saying when's the last time you heard about it? And the research has come out. Oh, no, strike, they never have. You remember how many times on mainstream media during COVID when they told everybody, hey, you need to go out and make sure you really increase your uptake of vitamin C and zinc. Those two nutrients are really important and make sure your D3 levels. We don't know what to do right now with COVID, but that would be one of the best options. You remember when they did that all the time? It was like every single weekend? Not ever. They never said that at one period of time. They actually went out and started censoring, blocking, banning, and deplatforming anybody on social media that even made comments about that. Oh, oh, he said ivermectin. Ivermectin's a it's a horse dewormer. Only what you're talking about is fake news. It doesn't work. Newsflash: I use ivermectin. I know thousands of other people that have as well. Worked fantastic for me, especially when you stack it with high doses of vitamin C and zinc. 
Oh, it's a horse dewormer. Like, dude, okay, they use it for horse deworming, and it also was approved for parasite infections in humans back in the mid-80s. Newsflash, why were they so concerned about making sure that nobody could talk about alternative medicine and alternative options to maintain overall health? Why were they so adamant on making sure every single person that went in the hospital went on remdesivir when they knew back from the trials in Africa from 2016 with Merck that that product did not work. It was one of the worst performing antivirals when it came to uh, Ebola and, and AIDS. And yet the vast majority of people in the test subjects had to be pulled off of it within just a few days because they started going into organ failure in the clinical trials. Why? Because they wanted to make sure they kept as many people as sick as they could and as many people as dead as they could in the hospitals. That was the intended goal, and that is a dark, dark thing to say and have to, have to come to realization to. But once you understand what the agenda was with COVID and what the agenda still currently is and that there is no concern about people's overall health, if it was – why do we still have aspartame on the food supply when we know it's direct, directly been linked to all types of brain problems and brain cancer? Why in the world would we still have high fructose corn syrup and sucralose and all these toxins in the food supply if they're so concerned about your health? Remember what I told everybody at the very beginning? I said this isn't about health. It's not about safety with COVID. I said if the government was concerned about any aspect of your health, they would have addressed these topics in detail. They would have told everybody, listen – we don't know what to do right now, but the first thing you need to do, make sure everybody goes out and stocks up on some vitamin C nationwide. But go stock up on some vitamin C and D3 right now. Make sure everybody has a supply of it and start taking it. That's the best thing you can do right out the gate, and then we'll figure out later on down the road. They didn't want anybody staying healthy. They wanted the numbers as high as they possibly could to justify the need to roll out RNA gene therapy that they had already been working on through DARPA for the last decade. That is the whole reason why they wanted to push the numbers up and so they could have more and more and more domination and control. So again, do your own research. I encourage you to do that on a regular basis. You guys know I constantly encourage you to do that all the time. I saw an article here earlier as well that even though the Impossible Burger, which is the plant-based burger that's supposed to even like bleed like real meat, uh, it's all made out of soy uh, limoglobin, limo, ligamoglobin, SLH for short completely derived from genetically modified yeast. It's already being sold in some restaurants and supermarkets in the United States as the Impossible Burger, and uh, it's already gotten approved by the USDA. And what's interesting about it is the USDA, or excuse me, the USF, the FDA initially refused to sign off on the safety of it when it first approached the company. The rat feeding study suggested that the agency's concerns were justified. Rats fed the genetically modified yeast-derived SLH developed unexplained changes in weight gain, changes in blood that indicate onset of inflammation, kidney disease, possible signs of anemia, and also reduction in fertility. They showed that in rats when they first tested it. And what the company did was they went back and tested it again, still had problems, went back and tested it again, manipulated the data, suppressed a bunch of it, went back, and the FDA said, okay – now, here's what you have to understand. Why would the FDA be regulating a food when the USDA handles that? It's because it's classified under some type of drug category because it's completely and totally genetically modified. It's not meat at all. It's not even plants. It's derived complete and total soy limoglobin from genetically modified yeast. 
what this ever does to your body, if you look at these rat studies, it's grossly disturbing. I'll put the link on the website. Always, my friends, stay away from this whole new weird plant, synthetic, modified, lab-grown, whatever you want to call it, meat that they're rolling out with. We know for a fact grass-fed organic beef and bison has incredibly good nutrient properties to it. It is incredibly high in protein and creatine, all types of other nutrients. We know that whole organic eggs are incredibly good with omega-3 fats. There are so many superfoods out there on the market that you can readily have at your home or your disposal or even at your, you know, basically friends or family or people you know that you can come in contact with, with, you know, farm to market uh, farms down here in Florida and all across the country. There's no excuse for the American population to have to be eating this sludge and being told that it's basically caviar when it's literally BS. I mean, it's, it's complete garbage. It shouldn't be used for anything. I wouldn't even feed it to animals. This stuff's so toxic. Yet, here we are again. The same agency that told us the COVID RNA shot was safe and effective all the way down to six-month-olds is telling everybody the Impossible Meat Burger's safe. Everybody needs to use it because you need to stop eating beef because you need to make, make sure you uh, you know stop that climate change, y'all. Everybody just needs to sit in their little small house and eat plant-based meat and, uh, yeah, be happy. Have, own nothing. That's what they're pushing on the agenda, isn't it? That's why the UN, UN numbers here saying they want to have the general population in the United States to 1.1 billion by 2050. That's why they're building these 15-minute cities everywhere now. If you've noticed the infrastructure and grid pattern that they do, and what they're doing is they're having all these buildings, all these businesses, all these apartments, all this food, all this infrastructure right around these tiny little colonies now. They're doing it horrifically in Florida. Never seen it like this before in my life. And I get it. There's some areas where they have townhouses and they'll have little communities and there's restaurants. I get that. That's not what they're doing now. You can watch the grid pattern. I've seen it from airplanes before and I've flown over. So I just fly a lot. You can see it in Florida. They're having these subsections where everybody basically has everything they need. They have office buildings they can work at. They've got these crappy little apartments they keep building that are just made out of stick. I mean, these MDF board from the top to bottom. The only only thing that's still, it's stuck on concrete is a fire escape. You can watch it. Seems that all the time down here. I'm looking at it and I'm like, golly, this this is what they're building apartments out of. Those look like they're going to be long lasting, high quality, and a hurricane ten years from now. Come on. Yet here we are. So, again, this is what we're watching happen, and that's why I've continually told everyone it's so important to hedge whether or not you know, you're having backup supplements to keep your body safe and healthy, whether you have backup food like with your organic food buckets, whether you've got some ammunition, supplies, first aid. And by the way, make sure you know what you're doing if you have ammunition and guns. I've told you guys that repeatedly. I saw another video the other day that popped up on Breitbart, and it was – Another guy that basically was defending his stores or as a jewelry store, and his guys came in trying to rob him. He got in a gunfight with him and shot him. It's a good riddance. Can be running around robbing people at gunpoint. You get shot in the face. Don't, don't play stupid games, win stupid prizes. This is a part of society that does not follow the rule of law. That's why I laugh hysterically when you see these politicians run around and tell how everybody needs to be disarmed. Everybody needs to be disarmed. You don't need to be – nobody needs to have these kind of guns while they have security with those type of guns around them 24-7. And they tell us, normal people in the real world, that we don't have a right to own those guns because, well, you know, we may do something bad with them. Newsflash, 
bad guys with guns don't want good guys to have guns. And I'm not just talking about bad guys in reference to robbers. I'm talking about the bad guys that also sit up in D.C. that pull the strings, that keep telling everybody that the ATF needs to go in and ban this and ban braces and ban bump fires and ban this trigger and ban that. Everything's deemed illegal. ATF's an enforcement agency. They're, they're not Congress. They don't have the legal right to go in and just start picking and choosing what they want to start banning on a whim. They don't have congressional approval to do any of this. They're completely outside the scope of their law and jurisdiction. Yet here we are again in multiple legal battles again with this whole thing with the bump with the uh, braces. Even though the bump fire stock has been thrown out now in multiple district courts, doesn't matter. Still fighting back against it. When you're dealing with oath breakers, when you're dealing with individuals that are diametrically opposed to the Constitution of the United States. They're not just going to go back idly by. They're going to put up a fight. That means we also have to put up a fight, and we have to legally push back, and we have to stand strong, and we have to get information, and we have to inform people, and we have to encourage one another. We're dealing with individuals that are completely and totally against the rule of law and the Constitution of the United States that are working in the United States. That's a hard concept to grasp because we've always been told and lied to our whole lives, well, if somebody's got a badge – if they're law enforcement, if they're a federal agent, you know, they're the good guys. Now, in a lot of cases, it is. I know a lot of sheriffs that are really good guys. I mean, I'm talking top-tier guys will do anything for their family or community. I know a lot of law enforcement that would literally take a bullet for somebody in the community and get in the line of fire. But I also know of numerous individuals in federal agencies and others that are completely and totally communist. And they want nothing more than to completely and totally dissolve the Constitution of the United States. Once you start understand that it's either good or it's evil, there's really nothing in between anymore. We discussed this in Angel Wars all last week. You've got to pick a side on what you're on. Riding in the middle, fence rider, God's pretty clear about that. And so is society in most cases. There's always one side or the other. That's why what they've done now is they've tried to intentionally come in. And create everybody in these tiny little factions. So I'm mad at this person for that. I'm mad at them for that. They're mad at me for this. So you have all these bickering little factions, 5,000 different little factions. What happens is there's no strong standpoint. You don't have right and wrong anymore. You have all this polluted garbage, this, this salad of topics that everybody wants to bicker over. Because why? Because the media tells them how to feel. The media tells them the next thing they need to be outraged against. It's like I told you guys about Ukraine with that one meme that came out. It was that there was like a photo of this idiot. He had all these flags and things in his background. He said, I support the current thing. Is that really what we're watching now? I support the current thing. I support trannies now because I'm told I'm supposed to support them. Don't even know what their agenda is. Don't even really know why they want to be cross-dressers and do lap dances in front of children. But I support the current thing, so I'm told to support that because they're told how to think and how to feel from the mainstream media. Once you shut off the mainstream media and you start doing your own research, you will become enlightened way past what you ever expected when you understand what's really happening. That's why the term they talk about the Matrix all the time, that movie, is what we're in right now. Once you take the pill and you wake up – you see the matrix. You see what the matrix is doing, and you see it for all it is. You realize, okay, I can handle this. I can push back. I know my ways around this. I know the things that we can do. I know how we need to stay healthy. I know how we protect our kids. 
It's so important, my friends. I encourage you to do that every single day. Check yourself. Set goals. Look at things. Research. Don't just mindly go through the day you know, looking at bubblegum for the brain all day long. That's one thing Jim Rohn used to always say. He said, do not pray for easier times. Pray that we can be stronger men. We already know what's happening right now. We already know it's going to continue to happen right now. So sitting around lamenting, going, oh, well, I just wish things would be easier. I just wish it wouldn't be so tough. I just wish they wouldn't be doing this. Guess what? Newsflash, it is happening. They are doing it. It is going on. So what do you do? You ask for more strength. Yes, more wisdom. Yes, more focus. Yes, more aggression. You ask for more expansion of understanding of what's going on. God will give you the desires of your heart. You just got to ask for them. Ask where you can go with this. How can I be supported in the community, God? How can I go out and support one another, my friends? What can I do to encourage one another? And one of the biggest things is speaking truth and also speaking positive. Encourage one another, my friends. I can't say that anymore. I say it all the time. Some people are like, oh, you say that a lot. No, I mean it. Encourage one another. Constantly lift everybody up. All the time, constantly get the information out there and constantly encourage one another. You know, I saw a, a thing the other day. It was from Bruce Lee. And Bruce Lee said this. He said, this is a quote from him. He said, do not speak negatively about yourself, even as a joke. Your body doesn't know the difference. Words are energy and cast spells. That's why it's called spelling. Change the way you speak about yourself, and you can change your life. What you're not changing, you're also choosing. If you're choosing to continually eat glyphosate-ridden food and high-fructose corn syrup food and stuff that's loaded with massive amounts of toxins and chemicals, you're not changing your diet to good. You're choosing to continually eat horrific. If you know it's doing stuff to your body, you knowingly are choosing to continually damage your body on a regular basis. That is your choice, and we all have free choice. So if you want to make something change, if you don't like what something is, if you don't like what's happening, make changes. Change the things you can always do. Change the thing when you wake up in the morning and say, you know what? The day is the day it changes. I'm done. I'm not eating this anymore. I've thrown food in the trash before that's been back in my house. I'm not eating it. Like it's trash. I won't even feed this to dogs. I've had people bring stuff over for, for parties. I'm looking, I'm like, I'm not going to feed that to anybody. I'm sorry. Not going to offend you, but that's that. And now everybody knows when they come over to my house for parties, what do they do? They always bring organic food. They always bring great food over because most of my friends now all eat really, really good. Why is that? Because I've constantly encouraged them. And I've constantly brought them truth, and I constantly keep telling them, hey, listen, what do you know? What do you think about this? This is really what you need to be eating if you want to try it. This is what problem you have. Here's how to fix it. And my friends that are willing to learn and willing to hear, they change it. So I can encourage you to do the absolute same for your friends and family and get the truth out to the best you possibly can. What do you think, Deb? You know, often it's, it's, it's mind-boggling to me that people continue to eat stuff that's ridden with glyphosate. It really is. It's crazy. I mean, it really is. And, and you know, as far as the Second Amendment and stuff and controlling and protecting yourself, I mean, Grady Judd said last week, because the newest thing now is for people to come to your front door, gangs are, and kick your door in. And then run away, not not breach the house. But these kids are doing this and just seeing what they can do. And Grady Judd warned everybody, he says, don't be kicking doors in in Polk County. He says, we're all pretty much armed down here. People have a tendency to be armed here. And it's going to be a big mistake. You kick in somebody's front door. And he's right. And, and, you know, as far as us being in the Matrix, that's about right. And eating this meat, this fake meat, this bull slime like you that you call BS, I call it bull slime. It basically is an absolute mess. I mean, why do we want to put that into our bodies? 
I mean, we, why do we want to do any of that stuff and realize this? Look at the generation snowflake. I mean, they're, they're worse than we thought they were. This is a professor. He was talking about this daughter, girl who was supposed to come in and talk to him, you know, college, and she was struggling with her mental health, and she was so physically ill, she didn't come into the building. She wanted to do a Zoom call. You know, that that thing has become completely normal as vast swaths of students with diagnosis of ADHD or the ambiguous anxiety disorder. The rest who don't still feel no conjunction in disclosing their struggles at the drop of a hat. Working around these issues is now simply a fact of life for academics. We confront them literally on a daily basis because of this mental health crisis. You know, it takes these young people and tends to bifurcate or divide into two camps, which one is usually unusually, which unusually in our times doesn't tend to cleave neatly to the political left or to the right. We have so many kids now. They're so messed up from all the vaccines they've been given and so messed up from all of this political correctness. They don't know what to do. And so messed up from cultural Marxism. And now they're trying to take it another step and teach four and five and six and seven year, eight year olds about perversion. And it's OK. They're destroying our culture one generation at a time. And we've got to take our stand against all of it and stand with Jesus all the days of our life. I love you guys. I had the opportunity to pray for you this morning. I'm just blessed to be part of your family. Austin, finish it up and we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Well said, my friend. I appreciate you and all of your support from Health Masters to you. Thank you, my friends. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. Be sure to check out the product of the week, the Ultimate Multiple Powder, 12% off. Take advantage of it on sale right now. we got a big batch of it in, so I want to make sure everybody's the opportunity to try this stuff out. Have a blessed, awesome evening. We'll talk to you again on this show tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.